You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Street, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Just talk about stuff. Stuff? Like Predators and In the God of War 3 and playing Fight Night 4. And... Why not? What were your thoughts on the movie Predators? Because I actually liked it. I, I think I'm going to give it a B minus. Oh, B minus is now, too high. I might be grading on a curve because of what I was expecting. And you for don't sure believe I they had. had the pianist in that movie. The pianist, yeah. yeah. And there was that was as a badass, a quote unquote. Because not only was he not a badass, but he's he he went to the Christian Bale school of badass yeah. voice acting. He did Batman voice, and Where you just gotta talk like this the whole time. Seriously, here's my thing: if you have to do Batman voice to feel like a badass, you're not a badass by default. Well, and you who lose. tells you them that lose. that's who's the, who tells them that that's what you got to do? I mean, what badass in the history of badasses has ever affected some kind of raspy voice? I don't know. I think it's since uh, we're not the hunters. What about the escape from New York guy? Oh, Kirk Russell. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's done that. Uh, Maybe we're not talking about about long. It's like, 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 yeah. I mean, they're like about badasses. Gargle, gargle, battery equals badass. Yeah, he was a bad badass. For some reason, you have to have a deep voice to be a badass. I don't know why is that. I don't know. Did Keanu Reeves start that in Matrix? Like he didn't really do that though. No, because he just you know, hasn't. He did that quite a bit. Yeah, but if you listen to Bill and Ted, he's just kind of naturally breathy, dude. I mean, kind of hanging true, around. True. You know. Yeah, it's kind of like it. It's, Where did it didn't come feel from? as forced. What's the genealogy? The first time I heard it was in Batman. The first. Time I gotta I say that I can't think of anybody pulling the. Because Bruce Willis doesn't do it. Fuck no. Uh, Sylvester Clint, Stallone doesn't fucking do it. Maybe Clint, but Clint Eastwood oh. sound. I mean, he, they're, it's almost like yeah, Clint Eastwood. They, they just research that like all pilots talk the way they do because that's the way Chuck Yeager talked, and he was like, <laughs> the, like all pilots kind of look up to him, so they all have that kind of laconic, you know, drawl to them, and okay. like even foreign pilots, like say, like they 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 adopt that speaking well, thing when te- they're talking. Television on the show hosts don't talk like Pee Wee Herman. But I just wonder if, like, you know, like, guy saw Clint Eastwood, and he's talking like this, man. And they're like, okay, well, he's a badass, but he's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's like, I'm, I'm, that's, that's the role model I'm going for. I know what you're asking yourself. How many batarangs were in my <laughs> And didn't Michael Keaton do right that now? in the original Batman 2? Michael like, Keaton didn't do it that much. Because he, he was like, you know, pronounced. what are you? I'm Batman. It's like whispering. That's only one line yeah, in that's, the movie, that's, a very I small. Am Batman. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think he talked as Batman. He I didn't. Mean, like he must. That have, was the only line. I think he had made like three or four sentences. Really? When he was in Batman mode, I can't think of him talking I can't a lot. Remember? I, I think our memories might be a little time. fucked up right now. I just can't stomach Could to watch be, any of the Batman movies after Batman Begins came out. Really? Yeah. Even the original Batman. Oh Batman? yeah, like that. 
But like oh, Tim Burton, Batman, Batman movie from That's what I meant. Yeah, like I can oh, stomach okay. that because that's so good in what it's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, it's different. You're not now watching the, it for yeah. the same reasons. As now I'm laugh. I used to think I would laugh at the movie. I'm laughing with it because it's genuinely funny. Yep. yep. But um, they did have a lot of and I, the the other thing negative I didn't like is that I thought. It disappointed me because every once in a while I think I see where a movie's going and I'm like, huh, this is going to be impressive, and then they didn't do it. Like, they had several opportunities to show off the Predators as, you know, in the comics and even in the movies they're displayed as somewhat chivalrous. Chivalrous? And that, yeah, like they don't attack an unarmed... Oh, yeah, yeah. And like they don't... Like they pass up on women and children if you manage to best one of them in single combat or aid their combat, they usually recognize, I mean, they just don't they respect humans and, and they, they respect their prey they are kind of got that warrior-hunter culture I, thing I going. I always felt like the only challenge they could find in the universe was the human race. Right. Like, they had searched high and low and this was the best That's clearly not the case though, in the war. Well, they I mean, engineer aliens they fight to aliens. try to be Oh, to try well, fucking Aliens right. is Predator. Aliens is the universe. But they use aliens oh. to break in their warriors. Like, that's their first hunt. So yeah. it's Did like... not kick the aliens' ass? Yeah, so it's like, I think alien. Uh, I mean, the humans... I, I agree with Jim. I think he, humans are probably the only... They give, like, a one-on-one type of, you know, hunt. That's crazy. Although it's still not fair, because that's the other thing. It's like, I thought it was... Now we're going into something I liked about the movies... Is that the Predator movies are kind of like a commentary on hunting, period. Because it's like it's manifestly unfair this Predator is using cloaking device (laughs) with shoulder mounted, laser guided weaponry and blades and infrared vision to hunt humans. It's like Boba Fett versus human. Yeah. Yeah. So but but when you think about us versus a white tailed deer, we mask our scent, we camouflage ourselves, we build structures above way and like, you know, it might as well be a, a an orbital strike platform from a deer standpoint, and we use we use rifles, rifles that can shoot them before they can even see us. Yep. And we see in color, and they see in black and white. So it's like we're just and we lure them in with lures, mm-hmm. and you know it's just as unfair to them as the, as 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 the predators are hunting humans. I don't think fair is uh, they say all's fair except lo- except in love and war. Or no, yeah, all's yeah. fair in love and war, rather. And that's because when it's life and death, it's no longer a game. No, it's true. not for shits and giggles. Right. You're going to use every single advantage you can find right. in order to kill the other fucking person. Right. Or creature, in this case. Right. But nowadays, it's like you don't have to, I mean, I don't know. I'm not anti-hunting. I'm not pro-hunting. I'm just kind of ambivalent. I just kind of don't care one either way, but... I always thought that's you know kind of interesting that they're it's kind of the works as on that level it's kind of a commentary. How do you like them apples? But I thought like for example, there's like one that. point in the movie where the humans are trapped. I'm not, the humans are trapped and helpless in the situation, <laughs> and the predator comes and like <laughs> spares them somehow. Yeah, I. And I thought they were going for, like, well, this predator, it wouldn't be fair for him to kill them, uh, you know, in, in, in that kind of manner, but... Turns out it was Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. <laughs> the fish, as I like to call him. The fish? Yeah. Right, With right. an E on the end. He's a cool right, fish. fish. 
Yeah, I mean, that's one Fisher thing. It's like Lawrence Lynn. Fishburne is really a badass in this movie. Yeah, he is. And he plays. I would watch it just for that. He's an insane badass. That's like the scariest type of badass there is. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, I really like him. Lawrence, I mean, I'd fuck Lawrence Fishburne's daughter on film. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't she do that? Oh, yeah. She did. Well, but yeah, here's the thing about. <laughs> I want to see that. This is a true story. So Lawrence Fishburne's daughter uh, it did porn. Yeah, but then like on the day that it was to be released, I'm not sure. I haven't. I ought to go and look and see if it's on the pornium. But um, she got busted for prostitution. So that went from me thinking, "Wow, that's kind of cool, Lawrence Fishburne's daughter getting." But now I'm starting to think, feel bad for her because like it sounds like she's just a troubled youth. She's 18 years old, filmed the already filmed the porno and busted for prostitution twice. That is a girl with daddy issues. So the fish might be a badass. But he's not doing his job of keeping his daughter off the pole. <laughs> he's uh, Chris Rock would say he is a failure of, as a father. Matter of fact, she was in that uh, big sex scene in the city of uh, Matrix Two. Um, what? She had to be like twelve years old back then. No, oh she wasn't. Probably was. Um. So what? Uh, why? Okay. Other than the fact that Adrian Brody, oh, especially fuck. in the throwback a throwback scene, reasons I don't like this film. When he covers himself in mud and strips down the torso, oh. and is clearly trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's when he flexing flexed, his I puny, laughed out loud. He's flexing his puny muscles. Um, it it's, is a joke. It, it is. A other joke. than that, what did you that? not like about the movie? I did Topher not Grace like... was awesome. They, I thought he was going to be the worst part of the movie. To- yeah, Topher Grace actually turned out to be really fucking cool and more of a badass than Adrian Brody. Yeah, in his way. Yeah, in his way. In his, in his psychotic, yeah. like, sinister, evil way. Um, I thought that they totally castrated the Predators. Like, I don't know about Predators 2. I've never seen the movie Predators 2. Predator. It's bad. Predators? Predator 2. Predator 2. It's bad. I, I'm sure it's bad. It's Wait, Gary, you don't like it? You Danny think it's awful? Oh, I hate that movie. I like. I think it's good. Seriously, it's not bad. It's terrible. It's it got some Gary really Busey cool. It's fucking horrible. Gary Busey's a cop face, anyway. Gary Busey Everybody is the man. Anyway, so what? So, anyway, so other than in that, the, I don't know about Predator Two, but in Predator, um, the Predator was like the ultimate killing machine. Sure. And he was intimidating because he was this force to be reckoned with. Right. And we had never seen anything like it. Now, in Predators, you introduce a lot more of the Predators. You've got multiple Predators running around. You've got Predators fighting Predators. And the, Which, that's, the tension yeah. and the scariness of them, to me, is just castrated. Like, it's, it's just totally taken out of the equation because... If I see a predator die, well, then I know that they can be killed. I know that I know how they can be killed. I know all these things about them. Where as the first movie, I didn't even fucking know if he could be killed. Right. Like I saw that he could be wounded by a hundred billion shots Rides in the woods. of ammunition. It yeah. Bleeds. Right. But I have no fucking idea if I can even kill this thing. Mm-hmm. So when they show like predators fighting predators and dying and everything. It just, it totally took away the Predator's menacing power to me. That's the same argument that the Red Letter Media guy used to explain why he didn't like the Dominion War. Because the threatening birds of uh, the Romulan Empire, what were they called? Birds of prey. prey? No, that's the fucking Klingon bird. Romulan Warbird? Thank you. Warbird. 
The Romulan Warbirds were used very lightly during the Next Generation series, yeah. and they were very menacing. That's not Red Letter Media, it's a sci-fi debris. He's another guy that's similar. Holy shit, Chuck and, Sonnenberg? He's like my old buddy from the uh, Star Wars, Star, Star Trek. Uh, really? Sci-fi no debris? Yeah, he does the Opinionated Voyagers episode guy. Yeah, they're awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. You know that guy personally? Yeah, I'm like, we used to be best friends. Just over the internet? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, he I take love tap him. classes together. Well, he doesn't just do the Opinionated Voyager guide, although... No, he, he's in. also wrote he's also wrote epic fan fiction. Really? Like, he's got, like, he yeah. He talked about one of those. Uh, the Worlds uh, Without End series. Yeah. I love his opinions on stuff. Like, I watch a new video on YouTube every week. And uh, every no, Saturday. No, way. I'm going to have to. I did not know he's getting every video. Every Saturday, new video. Sci-fi debris. Yeah. Just he look wrote, it up. He's got his channel on there. He wrote his own uh, book, too, um, called uh, Bumps in the Night. It was actually kind of a Hellboy-esque book before Hellboy became big. So I thought it was. But anyway, his go ahead. opinion on the Romulan Warbird, at any rate, was that it was this menacing kind of mysterious, shadowy threat, uh-huh. and there were a few times when it and the Enterprise almost went head to head, but never did. And you and almost uh, got the opinion that it was more powerful than a galaxy-class starship. Yes, it was certainly twice as large. The weapons were classified and unknown, and like the, it was the one thing where, other than the Borg or Picard, didn't know that he could stand toe to toe and slug it out with this thing. Right. I guess, you know, my and, and I'm gonna have to differ with the guy. Let me finish with the opinion. But on that note, he was against the Dominion War for the fact that it turned those menacing threats to the Federation and its power into basically Tie Fighters in a Star Wars film. Right. Where yeah. they were being blown up left and right. And, right. You know, it was just, a, you yeah. know, they were throwing these fleets of them at the screen for them to fight and pop like fireworks. And it was right. just kind of, it took all of that built up tension away from it. Yeah, right. Entirely. That's exactly how I felt about Predators. <clears throat> Interesting. Um, another thing that I really thought they missed the boat on that I saw immediately was their build up to the final scene where they're dropping all these Predators down. After they kill the predator that they kill, um, why? Why was that impactful at all? Would it not have been much better if they had shown one singular predator throughout the entire film? They finally kill it, and then they see all these pods dropping down. Well, but I think one of the big points is that they yeah, only cool kill the predators idea. by sacrificing a life to gain the advantage to do it. And both the times that they did kill one. Or the two predators at the end took each other out. So now there's just two of them left. But See, you know, I my mean, thing you, is you know like, it's possible to survive because Lawrence Fishburne did it for 11 seasons or whatever he said. Sure, sure. So. I'm saying, like, the, it just would have had more of an impact if they had not been killing predators left and right. Yeah. If, they had, if they had climbed up this, this seemingly insurmountable hill to kill this one singular predator and then 15 of them are dropping out of the sky right at the very end right I mean that's just like whoa shit <laughs> they're fucked but I think that there was a lot of things I did like about them one of the other thing I didn't like is what the hell is the trend of like predators are bad enough you had to have a ultra predator that's like a little bit that's <laughs> even larger 
and See, that's the problem again. It, it's got a, like, it's, it's got crazier looking eye. I mean, like they the caster the regular predators, and now what do they do? They have to get super predators yeah. to make them to make a new threat. It's like they could have just kept <laughs> the regular predators and still made a badass Voltron exactly. predator. It's yeah. like it's almost Your like they, there's like they're like <laughs> Captain, Captain predator. predator. I don't know. It's like it's like they get a toy executive in the room with them, and it's like, well, you just got one type of predator. Well, <laughs> shit, you got to have variants, man. That's how you ring the sale. Hasbro. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Predator Five brought to you movie. by Hasbro. Another thing I thought they missed the boat on is um, the girl that they cast was not bad, mm-hmm. uh, but I think that's the perfect fucking role for Michelle Rodriguez. Well, the only thing I don't like about it that wouldn't work there is Who's that Michelle uh, Rodriguez, girl from Lost, one of the other. She's also uh, the uh, she's Hell's also Hell's the Ornithopter pilot from Avatar. She is hot. She's she, okay. was, she was also yeah, she's, in the first Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that's not what I mean, because she wasn't in the first Gone in 60 Seconds. <laughs> first Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. She's this really bitter, badass attitude. Yeah. Yeah. She and kicks a lot of ass. Yeah. She kicks ass in every yeah. movie I've seen her in. And Three. then gets killed off early, like way too soon <laughs> in about every movie. Well, that wouldn't have eth- happened here. She's an ethnic minority. She has to. <laughs> Maybe that's why they didn't cast her. Yeah. She's the she token brown has girl. Contract every time you must kill me yeah. by Act Three. I must be dead. <laughs> She's like, well, the, but this character survives. Well, fuck you. Yeah, I'm out. I'm that's out. Her I Forty much. million. I'm out. Yeah, you can't afford it. If I'm not getting bludgeoned to death or shot up in a helicopter, I'm not in the movie. Yeah, crazy. Then I'd though, fuck her, by the way. I, I'd not kick her. I, w- I wouldn't go out of my way. I, I would just kick her simply out of my bed. spit in her brown eye and stuck it right in. So, nice. Um, what about Karate Kid? Karate, Karate Kid, Kid. Move, I thought, is actually maybe a little bit better than the first one. Yeah. The only reason I wouldn't say is because... Um, shit, man. What's... Mr. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Is but a fucking awesome... Teacher. Yeah, he's an awesome, iconic character. Yeah. Um, and what is his name, though? It's Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah, Pat Benatar <laughs> as Mr. Miyagi. This is, is amazing. No, I don't know his name. But, um, yeah, man, that that's the only reason I have trouble giving it, because uh, Will Smith's kid. Jaden. Jaden uh, uh, Smith, right? I think that's Pinkett his Smith name. Or Dylan Hall. No, it's not Jaden <laughs> Jay, yeah, Gyllenhaal Smith. No, Pink, like, because I thought he, I thought like you know he had his mom and dad's like, both last name. She's Pinkett, Jada Pinkett Smith. I fucked if I know. So dude. he's he's Jaden Smith. Anyway, um, anyway. he's he, not, I think he could be as big a star as his dad because he yeah. looks oh. just like him. He's he got acts really just he, like him. he's got really good comic timing. I mean, he definitely looks like a young prince. He's rapping at the end of the thing. I mean, he could definitely yeah. be a big pop star. And um, and Jackie Chan is awesome. Jackie Chan is great in the role of Mr. Miyagi. Right. And I like that the story was really plausible. You got this kid from Detroit that's plucked out and like goes to Beijing. And he's an outcast and a misfit. And he gets beat up by the local kids and no kung fu. Yep. I mean, I, I thought it was a lot. The, the, the plot for the original Karate Kid is kind of weird. Like it seems like it can, like in Fresno or something. Yeah, it can, and like there's this killer clan of karate kids. Yeah, I forget what's it about. Oh, it's about karate. this kid that 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 moves to California 
and he's kind of an outcast, but there's this roving band of kids in this this karate school that is, teaches no mercy. Yeah. But it seems like they actually do criminal activities that the oh, authority yeah. just the, – the, the thing to do just be call the cops. Hey, these guys <laughs> kicked the shit out of my kid and, like, you know, we talked to Sensei about him and then he got in a fight with this old man. He assaulted this old man and threatened this bodily harm. You could just call the cops and that would be the end of the movie. Oh, that reminds me, dude, the beatings – the Jackie Chan dishes out to children in this movie. Yeah, I was going to get to phenomenal. that. Phenomenal. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like the first scene where Jackie Chan actually kick. The only scene Jackie Chan <laughs> kicks ass. He's kicking yeah. the ass of seven or eight, and not like teen, and like not teens. not like nine o two and o teenagers where they're actually twenty nine and thirty. Yeah, yeah. these were legitimately Ooh. like fourteen year old boys, and he's just beating the shit out of them. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> it's like that's the funny thing is like. <laughs> Halfway through the fight, he they, they pretty sh- clearly show that he dislocated a kid's shoulder. Sure, wow. sure. but then at the Swing end, the he had a clenched fist, and like, but he like pulled back, like, oh, I can't punch him in the face. Yeah, I'll dislocate their shoulder, turn their pelvis in the gravel, slam them into walls, slam them into like, walls, use their own fist to punch each other. Yep. But no, I can't strike a child. That would be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. But it was hilarious. awesome. That's awesome. And the it kids were right. shits. You kind of like, you know, like, uh, that's, I kind of wish adults could occasionally do things like that. To, <laughs> I would like, like to characters. see Jackie Chan unleashed on a nursery. <laughs> Full of children. Picks up, karate pick, kid. Yeah, you know what? Movie. Uh, a deadly weapon uh, have you seen children. any? Uh, have you seen any of the Chow Young Fat <laughs> movies with John, directed by John, like, hard-boiled? No, I've seen Crouching Tiger. There is a disturbing gunfight in a nursery. In yeah. one of his films. And, like, I kept expecting to see a little bundle of joy explode like a tomato can. Like, I was like, because you just don't, like, we talked about, and we just watched uh, Drunken Master 2, yeah. uh, like, last week, and... It's an awesome movie. It But but when we get to the parts where we talked about how there's a cultural differences, yeah, that was more pro- pro- profound than even I remembered, you know? How so? About his, his father... Beats Jackie Chan, who is 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 supposedly his son. His mother escaped a physical beating, a domestic instance of domestic violence, by claiming she was going to be pregnant. Yeah. And you know, then, then she like <laughs> threatened the father with spontaneous abortion, like like she was going to punch herself in the stomach, or jump onto the floor, or throw herself downstairs to to miscarry. So he Damn. wouldn't get mad at her throughout the rest of the film. Just really weird crap like that. That is bizarre. Yeah. So, but, like in, uh, but that's why I like I get kind of nervous when I'm watching a movie like Hard Boiled and they start shooting up in a nursery because I'm thinking an infant's just going to die because I and I don't understand the culture well enough to say if that's fucked up or not. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's pretty it's, fucked up. I think. Yeah. Well, it didn't happen, so I was happy. While we're on the uh, beating of children topic. Um, I did want to say that it really showed Will Smith's kid, whatever his name is, Pinkett Smith, getting his ass kicked. Yeah, he like, got... Like, he definitely got beaten yeah, badly. badly. So, I, you definitely felt for the kid, and he had the impetus to go in and start kicking everyone else's ass. Right. The impotence? The impotence. He had yep. the impotence. How wow. dare you? I didn't think you kicked a lot of ass if you were impotent. No, you kick a lot of balls if you want to deliver impotence. Right. He had the impotence to hand out impetus. But for sure, the movie was more was better made, better oh, yeah. acted, 
except for Mr. Mi- Mr. Miyagi. Although Jackie Chan's not a slouch, he actually had some good. really good scenes. Like when yeah. he's talking about his family dying. I mean, that was a really powerful scene for him to portray. Because oh yeah, at first he's like he's very just flat. Like he has no emotion, nothing. You know, just monotone everything. It's like okay, well they just they they told Jackie Chan not to act. He wouldn't embarrass himself. Yeah, but then he actually busted out some chops. I, yeah, did, I dug it. I dug it. Um, it's, yeah, a, it's a solid A minus. Nowhere near as many chops as uh, Hunt for Red October. But. <laughs> no. Well, you, no. How can you pack that many chops on the screen? No, you, <laughs> acting chops. Uh, Sir Sean Connery takes that phrase literally. Uh, the other thing I thought was cool was a little homage and and did justice to the original um, was the way that he trained him. Like, they didn't blatantly go with wax on, wax off, but they had him <laughs> hanging up his jacket, dropping it to the floor, putting it on, taking it off, and doing this and over and up. over and over for days. And they kind of built it up where you knew it was happening because you saw in the, the original Karate Kid. You knew that sure. somehow this is going to be a training tactic. But yeah, the kid, homage, believably, then. like, even more so than Danielson, where it looked like Mr. Miyagi was just trying to get, like, child labor out of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he had his, his mom, he had seen him disrespect his mom, and, like, he thought he was trying to teach him a lesson about respect. Uh-huh. Which, also, he was, he also, was doing yeah. that, too, but he there was a point to it, and, and that was a really awesome scene. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing to me that the key to being an excellent martial artist is to just be an obsessive compulsive nutcase. Yeah, wax cars. Yeah, be yeah. you be compulsively, yeah. you know, re- re- repeatedly doing the same things over and over again. He'll yeah. kick a lot of ass that way. There was yeah. a martial art of jacking off. Yeah, he'd be the king, man. I compulsively you got mus- my you got, hands. Yeah, mus- muscle memory, just yeah. like you know, right. jack on, jack off. <laughs> <laughs> it wow. does make a lot of sense, wow. though. I mean, because oh, I mean, muscle memory—the yeah. depths we've sunk to. The muscle memory we is a big deal, like with Nintendo games. Sure, yeah. sure. You got to play Nintendo over and over. That level, level nine of Mega Man sixty-seven. If you ever beat it, you've played it a thousand times. Wax on, jerk off. Speaking of games. um... <laughs> Jim and I picked up Fight Night 4 Jim and I this weekend The Constellation Yeah And that, Iran. Uh, I gotta say it's like I'm not I didn't think I was a fan of boxing games Actually I guess that's not true Because The boxing games I have played Like Mike Tyson's Punch-Out And the old 40 boxing Ready PC, to rumble baby uh, Ready to rumble is good Dreamcast yeah. they, they, they were actually So now I'm thinking Maybe all boxing games are fun But Fight Night 4 is Uh Really, really, really fun. I love the control scheme. Looks good. Plays well. Yeah, we played Fight Night 3 as well, and we thought that was really good. Um, there were some quirky things about it. Some, uh, There's some things I like better about Fight Night 3 than I do yeah. about Fight Night 4. But all quirky in the whole, thing. I have to say that uh, it's a better quirky. game. Huh. And it's it's you can, ha- you can have it at second-hand video game stores for like $12. Yep. Um, any video games we're excited about coming out? Like me, I'm looking forward to this year. It is going to be a week kind of closing to the year of 2010. Really? I think. However, Portal I am looking. Out, right? for, that's 2011. They've already pushed it back, really. Yeah, it's 2011. Uh, Everything wow. that's really cool coming on the horizon that I'm and that I'm jonesed about is 2011. For example, um, you've got. You know, Portal 2, probably number one on my list because I've seen the co-op that looks uh-huh. awesome. Uh-huh. 
You know, it's twice as long as the single player. The first one, the uh-huh. single player is twice as long as that. Uh-huh. I've got a, a Jack, huge... Jack-Jack Revolution. Jack-Jack Revolution, huge hard-on <laughs> four. Um, I can't, you know, I go to bed at night with a huge swollen penis in my bed. Very uncomfortable. I wear tight pants. But when it comes to that, um, the only thing to eclipse Jack-Jack Revolution... Cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Is going to be uh, probably Dragon Age Origins 2. That so comes I out. need to play the first one. Yeah, I've been the playing one. the first one recently. Really good. Very compelling. Um, Did you get that for the PlayStation 3? No, it's on a P- I have it for, for PC. Oh, fuck. I want to play it on console. <laughs> Too Different bad. Different experience. Uh, it's more tactical on the PC. Oh, really? Yeah, it's more like playing Baldur's Gate. Did you play those games? Mm-hmm. I did not. I want to play Balrog's game. One or two? Just a game where you have to punch people trying to go through a gate. <laughs> Balrog, Balrog, nobody gets the reference. Street Fighter 2. Oh, uh, see, I thought you were talking uh, about Lord of the Rings. I thought like, so that's too. Balrog. Oh, fuck. What it's are like, you talking Balrog about? Balrog's gate. Weird. It's it blew like, me away. Yeah. yeah, it's like, wow, man. He's going. Balrog's he's bringing, gate. I stunned these guys. Wheelbarrels. He's busting the wheelbarrels out. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. You that didn't even cross my mining mind. Mining ore in an MMO for some reason. God, no. Balrog. Balrog's Speaking gate. of wheelbarrows, though, I got a book for you to read, Peter. Me? Um, it's the start of a six-book series. What is it? It's called The Theories of Calderon, and it's part of a series called The Codex Alera. Oh, too many wheelbarrows What the already. hell? This yeah, author, Jim Butcher, okay? He, he was dared at a science fiction convention. They were like, had some kind of drinking game, and they were like, okay, what are the, like, two ran- like, kept on taking on random subjects that, uh, you know, that try to throw together, and like, that's your plot synopsis. And, um... One guy's like challenged Jim Butcher to write a book and make it good about, um, or sh- I think it was a short story about, okay, Roman legionna- legionnaires get sucked into the last airbender universe. And he actually, that's pretty much, that's the concept. Um, uh, Roman, I'm not Roman, liking Roman, it. Roman, Roman legions with, with elemental powers, magic powers. Um, and it's really awesome. It like, it's the first, it's the first fiction book I've read in probably five years I've actually liked. This is what happens when what? Authors get together and have drinking games. That's right. <laughs> that's how that's how furries were born. No, too. no way. I I dare you, you to write a six book cycle about Bambi and her undead mother's afterlife. <laughs> I'm doing it. And yeah. it's like an awesome piece of paper. I'll give it a try. I mean, if you say it's pretty good. Yeah. Have you read them all? Or? No, I'm just, I'm halfway through the second book. And so like I read the, the first one to This is the out. first one since like the Patrick O'Brien series I read five years ago where I actually found myself up staying up late, like three, four o'clock in the morning Patrick to read Patrick O'Brien series? Are you talking about the, the Sailor Man? Yeah, Master and Commander. Yeah. Sailor Which, Man. that's... Oh, I thought you were talking about the... Uh... <laughs> Chief, chief engineer, <laughs> Miles O'Brien. Yeah, there was a twenty-book set about Miles O'Brien. Wow! Peter yeah, David is. lost his mind yeah, and decided to write cool, a twenty-book set about our favorite chief engineer. If there isn't, we need to make it. That's Fan really fiction. compelling. Yeah, Miles, man. Miles O'Brien gets transported into the last Airbender universe. That is the only. And he character? uses his he uses his expert dart <laughs> skills. <laughs> He's the only character that's been on every single se- uh, series in Has Star Trek really? history. Wait, Voyager? 
No, the Miles O'Brien guy. Voyager. I can believe he was okay. He wasn't he was on Voyager. He was on a Voyager episode in Trial and Tribulation. He went back in time and was edited in the original Trouble <laughs> I remember Trouble that, movie. right? He was in Deep Space Nine. He was in Next Generation. Of course. And then he did an Enterprise episode. How did he do an Enterprise episode? Time travel? Time travel. Fuck nice. you, Miles. My, Miles O'Brien. Yeah, like, like secondary he, characters more never popular time than James T. Kirk. Uh, isn't it funny how like secondary characters never time travel in the Star Trek universe? It's always like it's it's never like some random ensign that gets winked through a red shirted ensign. It's always fucking Picard and Troy and Crusher or Riker and Jordy and Data or something crazy like that. It's a coincidence. That's all it is. Yeah. Actually, well, what's what? Maybe the I'm consequence is that's the that, that's the only bullshit. people that the camera follow. Actually, every day. Ten percent of the Enterprise population gets winked into an alternate dimension. It's just, but the camera never follows them, so it's like you know. Well, I mean, when they slingshotted around the sun, by definition, everyone on the ship went back, right? No. In what show? Everybody else burned away in the sun. <laughs> yeah, what, what, which movie, which movie are we talking four, about, man? Yeah. Well, yeah, but everyone on the ship included, was the basically ship. the bridge crew. Because no, no. that's true. Because in Star Trek Three, they heisted the Enterprise. Yeah, and it was just Remember? the bridge crew, and then they, it they, was they, a they skeleton stole, crew. They they stole just consisting of basically the main character. Yeah, it was the bridge crew. It was the bridge crew? Yeah. I'm digging this theory. No, no, one no, no below the rank. Oh no! Wait, I can ruin everything. If you consider First Contact to be can- canonical, Jeez. then that shit ain't canonical. Everybody. Yeah, it is. Everybody yeah, you're right. Everybody on the Enterprise. In the Enterprise, you went back in time. Yeah, that's true. But 95% of them were bored. Including the really quirky <laughs> motherfucker who was in the series Next Generation. Barkley. Barkley, yeah. But see, here's the thing. 95% of the Enterprise crew was bored by that. By the time they went back in time. Yeah, but so, they were, you saw a bunch oh, of Only the bridge crew and the guy that <laughs> played the blonde sergeant from Band of Brothers... <laughs> can go back in time. Can go back in time. Back. And Barkley. Barkley's right. not a bridge guy. No, but he was a major character, recurring character. Yeah, but he's not a bridge crew member. It's true. By definition. Yep, he's engineering. Barkley is funny. I like Barkley characters. I anybody, like him. Anybody, see, he's the only, like, Star Trek Our characters have no vice, but Barkley, man, he, like, generates uh, slutty versions of Dr. Crusher and Hell Counselor yeah. Troy in the holodeck and fucks them. He's a, That's he's my a real kind man. of guy. He he's a real man. man. Yeah. He's not Every some 26th century you know, bullshit envision the, the, the quote Shakespeare right. and plays a fucking trombone. Yeah, fuck and that. No. He's going to the holodeck to get his cake on. He's going to do whatever he's... the fuck yes. he wants to do with that. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I want to see someone True. in the 24th century quote fucking Tupac Shakur. <laughs> <laughs> or like be yeah. a like like a like he's a he's a 20th century earth expert with a specialty in hardcore gangster rap <laughs> and like they get period like you know period appropriate attire they're wearing like thick gold chains and they go into the holodeck and <laughs> they have what? data it's listening like, to biggie and like all, like six other different rap it's like artists contemporary culture thing. in star trek doesn't exist yeah it's yeah, all yeah. either classical shit or weird three-dimensional translucent chess pieces. There's nothing well, from, like, our time. It's the opinion of the creator of when our most refined moments in human history were. It's a celebration of the refinement, correct, 
of I humanity guess, but, but into a great. The Riker's a jazz fan, but he, he no one no one's an Elvis fan or a Beatles fan. That's pretty fucking refined. But uh, anyway, uh, another game that's coming out this year actually um, that I'm super psyched for is Rock Band Three. Before hey, we did go you there, see the new oh, game? Infor- did you see four. the new game Informer that actually showed like detailed pictures of the controls? No, I did not. It's crazy looking. Like the um, the Squire is the most expensive component. Yes, the one I want. But it's like one hundred seventy nine dollars. Okay, and so it's like not a real guitar. Yeah, it I is mean, a real guitar with the technology built into it, totally worth it. Um, but the thing that below it, that's like the expert controller, yeah. it's got something like. 80 buttons. Oh, I know. Each button on the front is an individual thing. So, yeah, like, the Mad Cat's controller. Holy smoke, man. That's insane. Yeah. Like, and then, like, the keyboard controller, which you think would be this complicated thing, looks like a toy by comparison. Mm-hmm. It's like a 21 key keyboard. Yeah. yeah. Really? And it can be used as, like, a keyboard. Yeah. That's, it's, 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 it's shaped like <laughs> a keytar. No yeah. 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 It that's, is. It's crazy, man. I, I just like it's think getting, that it's starting to boggle my mind. They're teaching people how to play real instruments. Exactly, I, you that's know that that is fucking video games. What is Dude, that going to do for civilization? Crazy. Civil, well, civilization. Well, we already know that none of this is going to be relative, <laughs> relevant in the twenty fourth. Yeah, right. So. They'll throw. They'll burn it yeah, all. They'll burn all plastic. I think that's what happened. Burn. The Khan hated rap music. <laughs> So when his eugenic warriors <laughs> took over Earth in the early 21st century, yeah. the first thing they're going to do is purge all rap music. No, and rap. dude, they already took over in a, in a war in the 90s. It, we just didn't know about it. Well, you know, yeah, it was a big cover up. Right. I think so, I, I, I think somehow them. Novels. I think Kirk going back to the 80s, oh. his sheer awesomeness delayed the right. uh, eugenics apocalypse. Yeah, when he when decades. he when he uttered the words. Double dumbass to you. <laughs> yeah, that it all that ripped the timeline just tore in half. It did. For the record, that is With my the hammer of favorite insult. Double dumbass to <laughs> you. Oh yeah, well, double dumbass. Isn't Anything you do to Kirk, he does it twice as yeah. hard back. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Like you punch him, double he takes both of his fu- fists, fist, he double fists you. Fist you, you. You call dumbass on him, he's going to double that dumbass and dumb send it right back. You. Shit, yeah. Fuck you, Kirk. Double fuck you. Yeah. It's the Fire double Fire a photon bird. torpedo tube at me, both for double, yeah, double torpedo tubes. <laughs> Load them both. I like it. I That's like it. crazy. That's great. And That's exactly why Kirk accurate. is one of the ultimate badasses. Yeah, yeah. you steal a girlfriend from him, he's going to steal two girlfriends from you. Payback squared. Pay and back bang to the both. power of two, bitch. Kill his mother, he's gonna kill both of your mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know your mothers were lesbians, did you, listener? No, he'll kill your mother, wait for your father to remarry and kill her too. <laughs> and then he'll say, now we're even. <laughs> the only way you can maintain balance. <laughs> Yes. Oh, Kirk is We the just turned Kirk into Two-Face, basically. He's a <laughs> fanatical, you know, a cartoon character. Yep. Uh, Force Unleashed 2 is yeah. coming out this year. Sweet. And I'm looking forward to that. I have to first rent and then beat the first <laughs> we one. Have I actually it. have it on the shelf there. I just haven't you played it You own yet. it for yeah. PlayStation 3? Yeah. Is it the Sith Edition? No. I don't know. Damn. Damn. Double dumbass Double to you. Double damn. Double damn to you. <laughs> can I borrow it? Sure. Sweet. I was going to rent it. I'm sure I can beat it pretty quick. It's probably a short yeah. game. Yeah, it's supposed I to be like a 16-hour investment. 
And, and have you seen the previews for the new one? Uh, yeah, a little bit. It actually looks crazy cool. It really does look. Uh, nice. when does Infamous Two come out? I don't know, but I... 2011. I'm telling you, if you like the game, it's not making it this year. What Everything about Rock Band? Because Rock Band comes out the awesome. end of... Isn't that the end of this month or the end of October? Okay, well, there are a few exceptions. Because I'm going to play the hell out of Rock Band, too. Oh, Three. shit. Next yeah. year looks awesome, but this at the end of this it's year, what do we got? It's just too bad, man. Rock that's Band, right the time, got, That's right the time we're getting a divorce. Who oh, is? Me and right. Jim. Yeah. yeah, me and Aaron. This is a big blow to the listeners. Do we want to play? Be, I don't know if we want to talk, yeah. if we want to let the kids know just yet. <laughs> I think it's already scenario. out there. We already let it you slip just early. It. You can edit it out. <laughs> editing. Editing mm. doesn't happen on this show. <laughs> Not anymore. No shit. This Not is anymore. like five casts. We're, we're, we're live streaming on Ustream right now. Yep, this Ustream. is a live show. You go in there, type in double dumbass bald move, and you'll get it. Get the feed. Actually, this is a we um it's a pretty good place to end the show. I mean, yeah, I don't have much else to talk about. Uh, I did want to talk about we've got some really cool things coming. We've got a completely new site we're working on. Oh yeah, new forums. Completely new forums we're working on. Um, when we've basic the our basic game was to get a lot of content up and kind of get some things perfected about the show, iron out some of the production quality problems, and we and failed then, on every level. But yes. But now, <laughs> but now once we get the new site, and new forums where we actually like, because we we hate our we hate our forums right now. Honestly, I mean, yeah, they do the bad. job, but just in a sh- the shittiest way possible. Yep. Uh, we're going to get a new spiffy uh, WordPress based site and uh, PHP BB bulletins for the users to hack, and uh, <laughs> it'll be a good time to have by all. Yeah, going to start promoting the hell out of this shit. So hold on to your butts. Hold on to your asses. Hold on to your caboose, dicks. Talk with your ass cheeks. Has anyone got a breath, man? You broke your little ships. Asshole, me. We should just say catchphrases for the next two They're related minutes. to asses? No, not even related to asses. Just <laughs> catchphrases. Catchphrases? Yeah. Ahab had to hunt his whale. I'm not going to sit here and recite a bunch of Bo Jackson catchphrases. <laughs> you can go Bo Jackson yourself if you think that's going to happen. We need to release that bonus content. You mean the Bo... That Bo... Bo Jackson is Bonus content. Bo... Bonus content. Bo Bonus Jackson. Bo Bonus. Okay. I'm going to do it for the show, right? Bo Jackson in my pants. <laughs> yeah, I think that'll about do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> <laughs> gone off the rails, just like our iTunes reviews. Oh, oh, right off the rails, ah. ocean—they're sinking to the bottom as we speak. They're about to hit a sea mine. We really need some reviews. Depth charges away. <laughs> Keep us afloat, people. Not, and they're not just going to hit the bottom. They're going to hit the Marinara's Trench, the deepest the point Marinara of the Earth. Trench. There's a bunch of Marinara's <laughs> at the bottom of the ocean. Oh yeah, that's, that's what not Pizza Hut pipes it's up. Like Marinara Trench. He has his contract with Pizza Hut where they pipe the Marinara <laughs> from the trenches in the bottom of the sea. Yeah, that's where it comes from. To the dispensers and every pizza. That's hut. that's where it comes from. The Marinara's <laughs> Trench. They just pump. It's from the deepest part of the ocean. <laughs> They're putting a top hat on it next week. It's leaking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> that's where our podcast is heading. I'm leaking everywhere. To the tomatoey, oh, tomatoey goodness myself. of the Marinara Trench. 
Well, it's where all the calamari live. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we got forums. They're going away soon, so post your little hearts out. It's a trap! <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I'm crying. I have tears of joy. Yeah, as soon as you post, your post is going to be gone because we're switching forums. <laughs> so get on there. Get gung-ho and post. Get on those forums. Oh, review on we iTunes. are. You, we, you will have iTunes, the reward, all your hard work that we're going to wipe out. You will have a custom forum tag recognizing the fact that you are on the old. You are an old forums. school member. Uh, right. We are going to so OG. You know, we might actually. This is a little, little forum site's free, right? Uh, yeah, it is. We might just keep it around forever as an archive. Oh, we could, yeah. Yeah, so it's like that will disappear. It's just you know, we'll lock it for new content. Yep. Like right. a mother's box. Locked for content. Mm-hmm. She'll rip you a new box. Rated A. She's A-O. not produ- I don't think your mom's producing any content. I think she stopped it with your brother. <laughs> I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck. Oh! Huh? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Anything's, I, I, I do believe anything's possible now. The Duke Nukem is being released. Oh, that's right, yeah. Duke Nukem forever. That's I mean, I'm we got to talk about Duke Nukem. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, let's give a moment to Duke Nukem forever. How, this yeah. is it's fucking strange. They've given us 13 years. We should at least give them. One and and moment. Gearbox is doing it. Gearbox. I mean, I kind of have yeah. faith yeah. that they, if it was a total yeah. piece of shit, that they wouldn't. They'd be like, no, we can't release this. But they're actually putting the final touches on it. I'm actually hopeful that it might be at least Serious Sam good. Um, and you, you heard that it was live at PAX. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, I watched demos of it. They had the really? end, sta- the first beginning of it was the football stadium stage from the end of Duke Nukem 3D. Oh. Um, I heard and the I heard... of the demo was him, like, pissing in a urinal or whatever. Well, I've, I don't know about that. Do you really? <laughs> that would be awful. Did they have a Flowmax upgrade Dude, that, that makes your urethra cool. wider? And... <laughs> no, but he's, like, <laughs> uttering these things, like, Let's get this big monster back in and get to work or whatever. No, it's like all cool. sorts of shit. And you're controlling the stream of piss. And like I was listening to this podcast. These guys are talking about how they played ass. it. And uh, <laughs> the dude, like the way they had it set up, there was this like. She used a motion control. Oh, the six axis. Yeah, that's too Whoa. cool. Really. The connect, <laughs> the connect device. You sit there and wave. If you your shake wing. it too much, you're just playing with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the way they had it set up at PAX was there was this little room where they brought everybody in, like, maybe nine people at a time. And, like, they all, like, started up the game and they would play through at the same time. So everybody's, like, pissing in these urinals right at the beginning. <laughs> and the one guy who was doing cool. the podcast was like, I'm not going to stop pissing. I'm just going to keep pissing. The whole demo. <laughs> the whole demo. Mm-hmm. But, like, so, so he, at some point he's like, Still pissing. He's looking around. No one else is pissing. Are they all <laughs> looking at still him? St- everyone's looking at him, still That's pissing. Awesome. And uh, finally, the stream of piss runs out after like 14 catchphrases or something. Well, it'd be like funny that. is if it did like uh, Awesome Powers 2 style, where it actually yeah. started shooting dry <laughs> and like yeah. the line. <laughs> the line and was he running can up. eat like asparagus. Yeah, and drink water. <laughs> the stink waves. Mm. Yes. I think we've talked about those before. That I think is cool. I think the 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 kind of still shot they're showing all over the internet for this game is hysterical. Where you have a shot of Duke Nukem's crotch wearing these super tight jeans, and you kind of see his member 
you know, oh leaning against his leg, and a female hand is touching him right next to it, and, and in big letters it says, "It's gonna be big." <laughs> That's Duke Nukem dude, forever. It's gonna be big. I think they're That's all brand like new. as many years it's been in development and That's as shitty awesome. as everybody thinks it's gonna be. I think it could See, be but good. that's the thing. Is like, I don't think it got a horrible reputation for vaporware, but I, no yeah. one ever actually turned against the concept of Duke Nukem. Well, it's just the idea that it's been in development so long. And will it, it, it will it live up to Yeah, the it's going to be a diacatana kind of thing. Problem exactly. is, here's the thing. Fans' expectations are just more of the same. All they want is Duke Nukem yeah. again. I just sure. want more Duke or, Nukem. Or, please. Yeah. And it sounds like they're going the Crank 2 route. Like, Crank was insane. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, Jesus Christ, how can they make it crazier? They do. <laughs> yeah, sure. They do. Yeah. So it's like if Duke Nukem Forever is just Duke Nukem, only the stuff that they're like, well, we can't do that. It's in poor taste. They just threw in oh. this time. Like, yeah. let's have a pissing mini game. Dude, there's no sure. poor taste. Duke Nukem is getting a blowjob from two women. No, like, he's in the not. Demo. Yes. yes. No, he yes. doesn't. Yes. In the he demo? Does. Well, the I demo. mean, like... Damn! God of War so, paved the way for off. sex mini games. Yeah, it did. Sure. It sure did. Yeah. It took the place of Duke Nukem in the interim. I just think the fact yeah. that it's been in development for 13 years. I think yeah. the fact that it was supposed to, to be released engines. when I was 16 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's gone through three. Yeah, and three it's gone through engines. three or four, three or four engines. engines. They fired the original development company because they were addicted <laughs> to MMOs and were not working yeah. on the project. Yeah. Is that true? I, that it, is yes. true. Wow. The scandal is legendary. Sure. And that's going to make it sell off the shelf. I will fucking kill good. a child to buy the game just because it's Duke if it's Nukem good, Forever. Because, like, Jackie Chan, I don't believe it's going to come out still. I, I really hope don't. it has a happy ending. I hope it's not like Daikatana. Oh, it'll have a happy ending. Where it was just, <laughs> just like my massage last week. Where, where it's like this, this isn't like Gearbox Montreal or Gearbox fuck. You know, bumfuck Egypt. This is like the real Gearbox, <laughs> and they're He's doing a good job, and they're not. Thank just you for calling Gearbox. We will happily <laughs> answer Ryan. your questions. Durka, 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 Muhammad Jihad. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, we just turned off our one fan on the forum. Ah oh, shit, that's right. We oh come on, Team America. It's a joke, yeah. Mm. Durka, Durka. I mean, let me let me say Actually, it. In, let me no, say it, let me a... say it in language that you understand. Oh, shit. Durka, Durka. Muhammad Jihad. Oh, fuck. You, you just insulted Jihad, like three cultures at once. I, I'm not done. Oh God. Durka Durka. All right, I'm done now. You need to paste some. That was a heartfelt Durka. Patchy beard on yourself. Yes. Like I was just trying to insult Indian, insult Indian tech support. Yeah. Thank you for calling Duke Nukem tech support forever. <laughs> Your current wait time is 14 years. <laughs> yeah, because clearly they, that company has set the acceptable expectation for keeping a customer waiting. Right. <laughs> Our customer service representative will be with you sh uh, as soon as possible. Your current wait time is 14 years. Good stuff. That's great. It. It's good. Okay, that's the end of the show. I'm I'm outro. <sighs> I am outro. I'm not doing an outro. I am outro. I am job. What's our, our phone number, uh, we do have a new phone number, 1-800-MARINERA. MARINERA. And with that said... Until next time, I'm Jim Jones. And I am Peter Street. Aaron Hubbard. Ciao!
We can bring 